Hello there, my name is Rick. Ciao, I'm Millie. And this is episode nine <laughs> Nove. of season four. Quattro. Of Yonks Ago. <laughs> yeah. We're going back, back, way back, back in the past This is not our first season and it won't be the last We've been thriving deep down and won't deprive you of more And breezing through the door is season four And for too long now she's been stuck in the dark So we're gonna shine a light on Joan of Arc And you know it's a show where we go with the flow As we learn about people from Yonks ago Gimme Yonks, hey me Yonks, hey me Yonks, hey go Hey me Yonks, hey me Yonks, hey me Yonks, hey go Cause you know we will grow everything that we know All about somebody from Yonks ago Gimme, gimme, gimme Gimme, gimme, yonks, I go. I say, gimme, 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 yonks, I go. I say, go through. All right, we've we've done it. We got through the intro. Woo! I mean, full disclosure. Uh, that was it. Took us about four times to get that right. We've um, I've just haven't got the sound levels right. Uh, I still don't think they're ideal. But we'll just hopefully uh, the post production will smooth it all out. Yeah. Um, it's not abysmal. I just either I'm too loud or you're too loud. Where do we meet in the middle? We don't. We never do. <laughs> yeah. Um, we just can't find that sweet spot where both of us sound like we're talking at the same level. Yeah. Because we don't talk at the same level. It's true. So we try to um, artificially um, manufacture our voices to sound the same, Whoa. and it's a lot harder than it seems. Yeah, it is. Um, but hopefully, fingers crossed. While you're listening to this, dear Yonky Doodlers, um, the post-production has made it sound at least vaguely, you know, mm. equivalent. Mm. That's all we ask. <laughs> Equivalency. It's a simple dream, an achievable dream. It is. Uh, but have we achieved it? I don't know. I won't know until we've um, released it. Yeah. Oh, the, the tension. I mean, if we had headphones. Um, but, but I'm not doing we, that. Yeah, exactly. Hey, four seasons in. Not even bothering. <laughs> um, you're lucky we even checked the sound levels yeah. of the introduction. Um, I mean, we haven't done that in the past. So, uh, you, it, it is lucky, actually. Our first try today was an absolute debacle. <laughs> um, it was just recording through the laptop speakers yeah. and sounded uh, very rustic. <laughs> uh, unacceptable yeah. levels of sound quality. Um, and I'd I'd say we, we would never allow that, but we have in the past. Um, <laughs> it's true. Many times. Because we haven't checked. Yeah. But this time we, we, we heard it and so we re-recorded uh, and we checked again to make sure we got it right and we sort of, we, 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 we were recording through the right device. I was quieter than a mouse. Just terrible levels. So <laughs> then we tried again, but this time flipped it. I was quiet. <laughs> Millie was coming through like voice of God. <laughs> And so fourth time we've got kind of close enough-ish. I was a little bit enthusiastic still. Yeah. We're not doing it five times. Um, but It if, is season four. It is. Four is the limit. Yeah. Whatever you get on the fourth try is what we're sticking with. Exactly. Uh, so you're welcome. Um, but if you felt like that introduction had a weird <laughs> jagged edge to it, like these guys are on tilt, like they're not me. They don't normally come in so hard. It's because we'd already had three failed attempts. I don't know. Sometimes we do come in pretty hard, <laughs> just for no reason. It's whatever. It's whatever. Like I match your energy yeah. a little bit. Yeah, that's true. It's whatever you throw at me, I match and pretty nev- much. And you never know what I'm going to give. Yeah. Sometimes I'm a I'm a excitable, yeah. um, you know, ball of energy. Sometimes I'm a broken shell of a man. <laughs> <laughs> also, sometimes you say like "Hello, I'm Rick," or you say. 
uh, like Hello howdy, <laughs> howdy. My or, name is. <laughs> yeah. Or what? What? Yeah. They call me Rick. <laughs> yeah, and then I match that. I'm yeah. like, oh, whatever I say is dependent on what you say. Look, a lot can happen in the introduction, is what we're trying to say. Yeah. Uh, and we take great pride. There's no script. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the very carefully scripted yeah. opening that we do. There are. What's the word? There are. Uh, parameters. Yeah, <laughs> but there's not like a like a script that we stick to. I mean, I'd say you're a hundred percent wrong in terms of the opening. No, <laughs> because mean. you. That's what I just said. You switch it up. There's uh, not a script. I see. I see that. I oh mean, it's it's God. it's loose. Yeah, <laughs> but you'd have to say it's pretty similar. Yeah, but still, it's not set in stone. <laughs> is what I'm saying. There's Therefore. Not one intro is the same, Dad. It's a tight script with a bit of wriggle room, is yeah. what I would say. Not one intro is the same. We change no, the we numbers. we change the number. And you, <laughs> you say, what, what? <laughs> Through necessity. Howdy. No, <laughs> like, I would say 90% of the time I do, hi, my name is. Uh, or okay. I uh, <laughs> keep it similar because I feel like sometimes I've mixed it up and it's thrown you. You've been like, what is going on? I reckon that came from nowhere. That's funny though. All right, I'll bear that in mind. Yeah, I prefer that. All right, well, that's all the time we've got (laughs) for episode nine. Unfortunately, Uh, we've dissected the introduction. We always go on a little tangent at the beginning, bro. It's the best bit of the pod. Classic Yonky Doodles going on right now. This is what the Yonky Doodlers pay for. In their it's time. free. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, everything costs something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Got you. At a soul level. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts their hearts <laughs> sometimes. Our nonsense. <laughs> um, so, but Joan of Arc, that's who we're here to talk about. It's true. And we have realized this is episode nine, Yonky Doodlers. Mm. And if um, some of our seasons, you're getting um, 50 episodes. Oh, bro, you're getting too many. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're Don Bradman. I don't even know how many episodes we did. But he deserved, he, he deserved four at best. Yeah. Uh, but I, I do want to warn you because I've only just realised myself, this episode does not have much left in it. It's like, I don't know. This if season? Yeah, this season. Gotcha. Yeah, that's what I meant. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, clarification on point. Mm-hmm. Uh, this season is, yeah, it's, it's, in its, it's in its final stages. It's in yeah. the downhill run. We wrapping up? Uh, anyone who is familiar with the Joan of Arc story knows she didn't live a long life. Yeah, I'm not familiar, so I yeah. don't know. Um, but I, I assume not many people lived a long life nah, back just, then. Just because just it was yonks ago. Yeah. Life expectancy, etc. <laughs> and um, look, she's been shot with arrows. She's been hit in the head with boulders. Mate. She she puts herself in harm's way. Yeah. So, um, uh, look, if anyone is 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 not long for this world, you think Joan of Arc <laughs> uh, especially. But she's got... She's got the gods on her side. Yeah, I mean the gods. That's the only reason she's still with us. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason we got past season, like episode four. <laughs> um, but look, Ned Kelly as well. He only went for eighteen episodes, yeah, 17, 18 17, episodes. Yeah. Um, but I think this might even even with Ned Kelly coming in so short, uh, this might be our shortest season. Mm. Uh, I'm sad to say because I have been loving the Joan of Arc journey. But you know, I reckon that's good. Like so, so, some, some uh, just be like a short and sweet. That's right. Yeah. Joan of Arc. She burns bright. Especially after Nancy Wake and Don Bradman yeah. combined. Like, Nancy Wake was our longest season, I think. Yes. That was oh, crazy. She, well, she lived a life. Oh, she did. <laughs> and and it, it, we took some breaks as well. We took some hiatuses. Yeah. A hiatus. Yeah. Um, so, look, I'm just preparing the Yonky Doodlers. Yeah. Maybe yeah, only a few more episodes left in the Joan of Arc journey. Um, uh, but then we, we get someone new. That's right. New theme song. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love it's that. Good to keep it, good to keep it in I love, motion. I love to get in the recording stewed. <laughs> 
Uh, when do we release our CD? The the Yonks <gasps> the Yonks ago theme song Mate, compilation whatever. CD. Whatever. Well, when we get a good track list, should we make a cassette tape? Of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way you can get a compilation, <laughs> unless you're willing to do the work yourself. Which yeah, would be pretty easy. So easy. <laughs> I mean, it's all there on the it's all there on the internet. Yeah. Just grab it. Make it your own. <laughs> but if you want the cassette tape, yeah. come to us. Exactly. Unless you want to do the work yourself, which, again, would be relatively easy. Mm. <laughs> um, so, once again, my ability to market and merchandise is <laughs> chef's kiss. <laughs> uh, Joan of Arc. Look, uh, quick recap. Yeah. Um, she's – obviously, she she got the crown on King Chucky Jr.'s head. Yeah. He very quickly turned into King Schmucky Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, no longer wants her uh, threatening his um, his reign uh, because he's had worm tongues in his ear saying, yeah. this Joan of Arc has got some influence. The people mm. love her. Uh, she's been out there fighting the good fight. Everyone gets around Joan when she's in town uh, and that's going to be an issue if you let it. And so he's tried to retire her from the battlefield. He's made Lame. he's made uh, Joan and her family nobility to try to uh, sweeten the deal of saying you're no longer Sucked. necessary. Yeah, yeah. Um, but she's gone rogue in her own way. She's gone to fight her own fights um, because King Schmucky Junior has also got an uneasy truce going with the Burgundians. Yeah, because he doesn't he doesn't want to get involved. Doesn't want to get his hands dirty. Yeah, he's like now that I'm the king. Yeah, uh, whatever. I don't, I don't yeah. want any of this beef. Yeah. Um, and the Burgundians have started using this truce. Uh, the They've started to use the grey area of the truce (laughs) to get a little rough around the edges. Um, They're going into towns that are officially flying the Burgundian flag. Uh, They're going in there doing a vibe check and Mm. they're saying, you failed the vibe check. You've got a real (laughs) Almanac vibe in this town and we're not having it. And they they start mistreating the townsfolk. Um, And so people are all like, we don't don't like where this is heading. Mm. Who comes out of retirement? Joan of Arc. She she, uh, she grabs Jay Metz and Bertrand de Poole and Jay and yeah. says, "Time to ride." Uh, let's I mean, the, like the the trio, the golden trio. Yeah, yeah. And they just the three of them head out. This is how I remember it. The three of them head out into the field. Uh, Jay Metz playing some beats. Bertrand yeah. de Poole and Jay just representing as uh, Bertrand de Poole and Jay does. Yeah. And um, people just keep joining the fight. People are like, <laughs> Joan's coming through town. Let's get on board. Exactly. Uh, the, the army grows. The vibe increases. They're liberating uh, towns that uh, that want to be. Yeah. They're like, how are you feeling about this whole Burgundian thing? They're like, get us out. Yeah. They're like, done. <laughs> Easy. Um, and she's allowing the townsfolk to deal harsh justice if they so desire. Mm. So she liberates a town. She says to them, what do you want to do with this guy who's been mistreating you this whole, this Burgundian, this Burgundian bully? <laughs> and they're like, we'd like to kill him if we could. She's like, Joan's like, look, I wouldn't do Go it myself, it. but if that's the way you want to deal with it. Yeah. I'm not going to stop you. She's for the people. Yeah. Um, and so that's the way Joan's going. Again, I can't imagine uh, anything but love from the people coming Joan's way. Yeah. She's the she's the hero the people need right now. Exactly. Uh, while King Schmucky Jr. is oozing mm. slime behind the scenes. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, and so they've just released – they've just freed a town. They've executed um, the guy that was mistreating them. And um, – and so she's heading off to Compagnie. Ooh. She's reached Compagnie on the 14th of May. Oh, that's quite soon. That's right. I mean, yes, <laughs> it was just a mere, what, like 500 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I mean, what year are we in? Uh, oh, I don't even remember. I know, we can never keep century. track. 
We can never catch up. Let me just do a quick <laughs> okay. time check because this could take some time. All right, I've done the time check. It was 593 years ago, almost to the day, yeah. uh, that she arrived in Compagnie. Um, so Jones arrived in Compagnie and after defensive forays against the Burgundian besiegers, so they have bes- the Burgundians have besieged. I don't know what that means. Uh, well, you know, a siege, you know, where they, um, yeah. uh, you know, they've just occupied uh, or they're surrounding the town, I'd mm-hmm. say, or they're... They're just holding the town hostage. Yeah, is probably what they're doing. They, they besiege gotcha. the town. Um, what's with the what's with the 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 prefix? I don't know. Why is it a B? Like I'm just like. Well, uh, I think it's similar to if someone is jeweled or if they're bejeweled. Oh, <laughs> it's just yeah, besieged, bro. <laughs> um, so. After defensive forays against the Burgundian besiegers, she was forced to disband the majority of the ar- of majority of her army because oh, it this? become too difficult for the surrounding countryside to support. Oh, so she's coming to town big. with a massive <laughs> army because everyone wants to be on Jones in Jones yeah. crew, um, <laughs> where the vibe is always excellent. Yeah, um, but there's not enough resources in the in the surrounding area. <laughs> it's a barren landscape. Yeah, uh, Compagnie did not. It's like if a music festival just set up in a town that had no idea there was a music festival yeah. coming. Middle of nowhere. There's no infrastructure. There's nowhere for people to go to the toilet. There's yeah. no food. Uh, there's no clean running water. There's just nothing to sustain yeah. this massive influx of people. Yeah. And Joan has assessed the area. She's got, we've got to take on um, the, the besiegers, the Burgundian <laughs> besiegers. Need to be taught a lesson, Joan style. Yeah. But there's far too many of us. So she's gone, everyone who's not part of the core crew, yeah. get yeah. back to your homes. <laughs> go, go to your homes or you're going to starve to death yeah. and drown in your own feces. <laughs> All right. We do not have the infrastructure. Which is a little talked about historical, uh, you know, people don't talk about the infrastructure needs of the heroes of the past. Yeah. Um, I've all, never heard of it. It's all it. well and good to raise an army yeah. and to march on people and try to liberate people who want to be liberated, but where are they doing a, a shite? You know, where is <laughs> I've the... always wondered this, Dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who's dealing with the day-to-day logistics? Yeah. And if there's too many people, sure, that means you've got more people to fight. Yeah. But that more means people more to people feed, to, more people to feed, more daily ablutions to deal with. Yeah, um, there's just a lot of day to day logistics that can bring an army unstuck. Exactly. And Joan has looked at the uh, looked at the situation and said, "Enough's enough. Mm. Uh, the core crew can stay. Everyone else go home." Yeah. Um, so Joan and about four hundred. Of oh, her core crew. So still a decent. I don't even want to imagine how many she had there. I'm thinking 10,000 at least. She had millions. Yeah. Trillions. <laughs> a, a, a heaving uh, ocean yeah. of Joan Army um, just had to subside. Yeah. The, the tide had to go out. Yeah. And 400 have stuck around um, and 400 of them entered the town. They've gotten into Compagnie. And they've um, um, they've liberated. They've said, "Coppin, yeah, you're free." <laughs> uh, then on the 23rd of May, 1430, oh. um, Joan accompanied a tight Armagnac force. So even that's just her, Jamets. I reckon just the three of them. <laughs> the three of them have headed out of Compagnie to attack the Burgundian camp at Marnier. Northeast of the town, if you're wondering. Oh, yeah, I was. Uh, Compass-wise, they went northeast. I've been keeping a map in my head. Yeah, I feel like northeast is her favourite direction to march. (laughs) 
And if there's a camp there, you're done for. Northeast is a good direction in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> good. It's good. Good vibes. Yeah. Um, uh, so off, off uh, the three of them go to attack this camp, the Burgundian camp. Uh, I'm, I'm sad to say the attack has failed. Oh, only three of them. Yeah. yeah. A bit tricky. Uh, not only did it fail, Joan. Died. Captured. <gasps> captured. They got, their, they got their mitts on Joan. Um, uh, I'm, I'm worried I'm that shocked. the only way they're going to capture Joan is if Jay Metz and, and Bertrand de Poulanger were deceased. No. Uh, uh, unless they were all captured together. But um, deceased. I, I'm, I'm thinking this might be where Jay Metz and Bertrand de Poulanger met their, no, met, met their end. No, nothing can bring down Bertrand de Poulanger. Well, then I think it must have been J-Mets. J-Mets died. Yeah. Uh, Bertrand de Poulanger knocked I, unconscious. I, I, yeah. Knocked unconscious. Yeah. I always imagined J-Mets would go first. Yeah. Um, so, J-Mets, unfortunately, I'm, I'm going to call it here, yeah. <laughs> has been killed. Bertrand de Poulanger knocked oh, no. unconscious. Joan of Arc captured by the Burgundian oh, force. Oh, my goodness. Um, she agreed to surrender to a pro-Burgundian nobleman named... Lionel de Vendôme, Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> Lionel de Vendôme, um, who was a member of Jean de Luxembourg's contingent, if oh you're wondering. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so Jean-Claude Van Damme has, has accepted uh, Joan's surrender. Um, and Jean-Claude Van Damme has moved her to his castle in Boulay-la-Fontaine, which was near Noyce. <laughs> Noise. So she is now being held prisoner in Noise. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, it's one thing to capture uh, Joan of Arc, but then what do you do with it? Well, I tell you, first things first. She she attempts an escape. She's like, "Yeet, I'm yeah. out of here." <laughs> He's like, "I am not sticking around. You know? I'm, I'm caught by God. I'm gonna get back. Yeah, uh, find out what's happened to Jay Matt. She doesn't know he's dead. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, where's Bertrand to pull on Jay? Um, he's got amnesia. He doesn't even remember his name. <laughs> no, <laughs> but he still remembers the sick beats. Yeah, that's the only thing yeah. he's got. Um, because his beating heart was the first thing oh. he heard when he came back he to consciousness. Like, what is that and melody? It's, and it's the only thing that made sense to yeah. him. <laughs> um, so she uh, quickly attempts an escape. Um, but they capture her. She doesn't get out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she would, but they transferred her to a more secure castle. It was like she almost made it. She picked like three locks. Yeah. She brought. She she beat up nine guards. Uh, um, if it wasn't for the crocodiles in the moat, she would have made it. Uh, yeah. Um. So she's transferred to Borovoir Castle. Sheesh. Man, that's hard to get out. Yeah. Um. Mate, first first night there, mate's another escape attempt. Yeah, yeah. She's, yeah. <laughs> she's like, they're like, will you promise not to escape? And she's like, I promise. <laughs> As soon as they turned her back. Yeet! Well, she uh, had her fingers crossed, to be yes. fair. Yes. She made another escape attempt while they're jumping from a window of a tower. Oh, my God. That's and just landing death. in a dry moat. She well. <laughs> she injured herself but survived. Classic Joan. She jumped out of a tower window <laughs> thinking, oh, I'll jump from the tower window into the moat, swim to safety. There was no water in the moat. It was nighttime. She couldn't <laughs> see. Um, in her defence, rock solid plan. <laughs> to be fair, the tower wasn't that high. <laughs> no, yeah. I reckon she broke both legs, yeah. um, and, and they found her crawling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crawling just with her hand. <laughs> I reckon she got like eight kilometres before they found her. That's a good effort. Yeah, she like she almost made it. Broken yeah. legs. Um, 
So then in November. Oh my God, it's so been, it's been a while. Months, uh, <laughs> That's like the whole year. <laughs> yeah, it's been half a year. August. Well, she had to wait no, for her legs I to heal. June, July, August, September, October, November. Six months. Yeah. Half a year. That's right. In November, she was moved to the Burgundian town of Arras. Mm. Um, uh, so her legs are healed and they have got her under constant guard. This, they, uh, she's had two failed attempts now. They kind of, they got an idea. Mm. You've got to keep constant watch on Joan. Yeah. There's nothing she will not do to try to get out of this situation. It's a bit harder now considering her legs as well. Yeah. Um, now, the English and Burgundians, uh, who are obviously on the same side, they yeah. rejoiced that Joan had been removed as a military threat. Yeah. Of course they did. I mean, yeah. One less Period. thing to worry about. <laughs> um, the English negotiated with their Burgundian allies to pay Joan's ransom. So, they put a price on Joan's head. Yeah. That would be a hefty price tag, let yeah. me tell you. Um, <laughs> Um, the English are like, we'll pay it, mate. <laughs> if the French aren't going to do it, we'll do it. Um, if your Armagnacs aren't willing to pay, which, and I'm telling you, King Schmucky Jr., he's not paying the ransom. He's, he's happy that. as Larry. Yeah. <laughs> and Larry's always happy. <laughs> the English negotiate to pay the ransom and transfer her to their custody. Um, oh, dear. They want a piece of the Joan action. They want yeah. to use her as their own uh, political pawn. Mm. Um, so Bishop Pierre Cachon... <laughs> yeah, Pierre. Pierre Cachon, who was a uh, – he's a supporter of the Jupiter. He's a he's a rock-solid Burgundian yeah. and a uh, supporter of the English crown. So, you know, he's he will, he will do whatever suits the English and the Burgundians. Oh, Pierre Cachon. Yeah. Um, he played a prominent part in these negotiations, which were completed in November with the final agreement for the English to pay 10000 Livre tournois, which was the currency of the time, I'm guessing, like 10,000 gold pieces. <laughs> uh, plenty of cash. Yeah, that's a lot. A hefty price tag uh, to obtain her from uh, Luxembourg, from Jean-Claude Van Damme. After the English paid the ransom, they moved Joan to Rouen, <laughs> their main headquarters in France. So she's still in France. Yeah. Uh, but she's she's well within the English uh, yeah, territory not good. now. Not good. Uh, and there is no evidence that King Schmucky Jr. tried to save Joan once she was transferred no, to the he English. He did not care, bro. King. He was Sh- quietly applauding in the background. Oh, I wouldn't he be surprised w- if he if he was the one who got her captured in the first place. Yeah, yeah. If, That's true. Yeah. If I, th- I think the only way Jay Metz would have ended up dead and Bertrand de Poulanger um, knocked out is if someone betrayed them. Yeah. Someone from inside. Yeah. They had someone in the core 400 uh, and I reckon it was our old mate that we uh, – that, no. that was always around the edges. Jeremy. No, no, no. He's too dumb for that, Dad. So dumb he thought he was doing the right thing. No, 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 because he's a good guy. I don't believe it. I think Jeremy Johns inadvertently betrayed Joan of Arc. That's what I think happened. Are you saying he killed James Hetz? I think he's got blood in his hands. I don't, no, I don't believe it. I don't think he I don't think he did it. What I think was they realized how dumb he was. And they were like, you know, someone uh, said to Jeremy, you know how you can help Joan? Head over to that Burgund- Burgundian camp and tell them that Joan's on their way. That way they might surrender. Before she gets there, and she won't have to fight. That'll make Joan's life much easier. So he's yeah. headed out before Joan headed off with her co- with her two besties. Yeah, and he said, "Hey, guess what, guys? Joan's coming. Just thought you should know." <laughs> and they were ready for Joan and Jay Metz, 
and Bertrand de Poulanger yeah. and Jeremy made it happen. That's just my sp- look. That's helpful. That's gotcha. I can't confirm or deny. Yeah, but he definitely did that. I don't like to believe it. <laughs> I know. Dumb, <laughs> the dumbest man but in it, France. It, it um, it um, what's the what's? It makes sense. It adds up. Yeah, it adds up. That's the one. Up. Thanks, Dad. Mm. You Finally. don't want to believe it, but as soon as I said it, you knew it was true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, look, King Chucky Jr. is happy with the situation. He yeah. orchestrated it uh, yeah. in his own way. Um, Jeremy, can't, Jeremy can't believe what he's done. Um, he still doesn't realise that he did it. Yeah. Um, Bertrand de Poulanger is playing some sick beats, <laughs> yeah. no longer aware of who he is or what's happening. <laughs> Uh, uh, Jay Metz, rest in peace. Yeah, I loved him. He was a legend. And um, and Joan of Arc has been captured by the English, uh, by the French, by Jean Claude Van Damme himself. Yeah. And the English paid sweet, sweet dollar bills to get mm. their hands on Joan. Uh, but for what ends, we uh, we do not know yet. Uh, that We're is, in the trenches right now. We're, we're in the trenches. Yeah, it is. It is not looking good for our hero Joan of Arc. Uh, I have warned everyone that we are fast approaching the end of this season, so I can only imagine things don't go well for Joan of Arc. <laughs> <laughs> um, but look, um, she she had to deal with logistics she wasn't expecting to. Yeah, she had to deal with the dumbest man in France um, <laughs> being turned against her. Yeah, that's hard to deal with. Yeah. It's hard to deal with a rat in the ranks, a rat in the ranks Whoa. who doesn't know he's a rat. Yeah, that's um, true. And that you don't know, yeah, that you never suspected would become a rat. Yeah. That's, that's, they're the hardest rats to deal mm. with. What if you've got a dog in your house that you think is just a lovely dog, but this whole time it was just a real big rat? Oh. And, you didn't even know. <laughs> and oh, it doesn't what, know it's a rat. Oh, what if you had a rat and then it turned out to be Peter Pettigrew? <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. I think that's essentially what's happening here. Yeah. Um, uh, Joan of Arc's been Peter Pettigrewed um, by someone yeah. who doesn't even know he's, he's Peter Pettigrew. Yeah. Um, he thinks he's the hero of the story. Yeah. Shame on you, Jeremy. <laughs> um, but look, Joan is now in uh, in Rouen uh, and <laughs> heading fast towards Rouen. Yeah. We can only imagine as uh, the English licking their lips. Uh, as what, they always do. What are they going to do with their $10,000 worth of livre tournois Whoa. that they've paid um, to use Joan for their own malicious devices? Um they want bang for their buck. Mm. Uh, and we are going to find out how are they going to bang that buck oh dear. <laughs> in the next episode of Yogs Ago. Delicious. What? 